This is a homebrew podcast. Hey, uh, what, what's that? Like noise? It sounds like moaning, but it's like long. No, see, there it is. What is that noise? Sounds like a wolf. What's what's a wolf? It's like a dog. <laughs> Guys, th- th- there's a wolf downstairs. It ate my clone. It ate it ate your clone. Yes. Are you sure it wasn't just you who ate your clone? God damn it, Zaldwin! I said it ate my clone. All right. Hey, have you guys seen our uh, new crew member, the Cyberwolf, running around? I lost him. Cyberwolf. I thought it was just a normal wolf. No, it's a cyber wolf. What's cyber about it? Hey, I mounted a cannon to its back, and now it's got Wi-Fi. Yeah. Wait, you're in on this? What well, the yeah, heck? Of course. Oh, look, it's right there in the doorway. It's awfully cute. Keep that thing away from me. What? Hey. Ah! Duh! Oh, it's shooting at us! I need to put a bigger cannon on. Get it off the ship! Welcome aboard, Cyberwolf! Stop! Cease fire! (laughs) Welcome back to the homebrew. I'm your beach bro and bug boy, Billiam Grant, here with Austin Brady. Mordecai, the flaming sword of Gemdegron. Cody Smith. Grundle the unconscious! John Cayley. Mr. Goy, also unconscious. And Tyrell Nye. Oliver. Previously on the homebrew, the crew was battered by the demon possessing Neuronethamir. Grundle and Goy lay dying, and Jaden followed in his father's footsteps, transferring his life energy to Oliver. Mordecai allowed Gemdegron fully into his body and is now grappling both with the new challenger and Gemdegron, clawing his way into control. Uh, snapping back where we uh, left off... Um, it would have been episode 62. Uh, we, Jaden has, uh, made his sacrifice. Uh, Oliver has been brought back to consciousness with some hit points, but I got turn order set back up where it was at. I did think about technically, um, death saves are made at the beginning of your turn, Oliver, but I'm going to say that that, because you did make your death save, uh, and all that happened, and then Jaden took his action. That um, you'll have to wait till the next round of turn order. Oh, yeah, I assumed, yeah. So that was like a whole thing. I thought about it, but um, makes total sense to me. Uh, so where we are at, Mister Goy, whisper me a death saving throw. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, that brings us to Neuronethamir. Uh, I believe he's still, like, hypnotized, right? Because I use my hypnotic gaze. Yep, he's still under the effects of confusion. I'm going to roll to see if he gets his breath back before I do anything. Confused and hypnotized, right? Or no, he... No, he's not hypnotized. He's just confused. Okay. He did not get his breath back. And he rolled a 1 on his 1d10. So again, he does lose his turn because he would... It, were he not grappled, he would use his movement to run in a random direction. But since he's grappled, he does not move, and he still loses loses his action. 
Uh, that is going to bring us to Mordecai. Mordecai, we're getting into some scary territory here, so you need to make your um, charisma save on Mordecai's sheet. Uh, if you fail by five or more, you're going to lose control. This is a DC 14 is what we're up to. Uh, and if you just lose without losing terribly, you're going to basically be locked with Gemtagron. That's a 26. Oh, you needed that <laughs> desperately. Yep. That is your turn. I think that the Gemdegron-infused Mordecai monster, the heads are going to weirdly swirl in place and the skin is going to pull back on these twisted, almost like baboon skulls uh, as I lock eyes with Neuronethamir and I'm going to cast Feeble Mind. Uh, They will take 4d6 psychic damage uh, and must make an intelligence saving throw on a failed save. Their intelligence and charisma become one they can't cast spells, activate magic, understand language, communicate uh, in any intelligible way, anything like that. And the spell save is a DC 23. Okay. Uh, he does have advantage on enchantments. On 16. What is his? What is your save? 23. 23. Yeah, he's not even close. So That's a 16. He's he's a simpleton. I, he's a tree. He's a troglodyte. I made the boy incredibly dumb. He's a single-cell organism. <laughs> and Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, his intelligence and charisma scores become one. Uh, go ahead and roll the damage. Uh, that was 4d6, correct? Yeah. That's... 4d6. That's just 10 damage. I mean, 10 damage, but a uh, devastating effect. Oh, yeah. Feeble Mind is terrifying. Is he even sentient at this point? Yeah, he can still, it says specifically he can still identify its friends, follow and protect them, which means he can obviously identify his, its enemies. No, it doesn't. That's not obvious. It's not said stated. He hasn't got no friends to protect. <laughs> he can identify, right, he can still identify people, but yeah, he would essentially be pure instinct at this point. Is there, okay, um, I guess I have no other action there. Yeah. Because it would it take an action to... Like move him, or is it? Is am I just at half speed to do that? Yeah, he's grappled, so the speed is the same to move him. Okay, uh, half speed. Half it, speed. That is not taken action. Sorry. Okay, uh, I am then going to move. I'm going to like dragging uh, this twisted neuronethamir. I'm going to start dragging him towards the edge of the cliff from the bridge that we crossed, and I'm going to yell at, at Oliver. Get them to the hawk now! And my mouths are going to kind of like clamp onto Neuronethamir's shoulders. Got it. Grendel, whisper me a death saving throw. Oh! Shut up. <laughs> 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 um, okay. Uh, <laughs> Oliver, you're up. Oliver is on his knees. Jaden is in his arms. He's wailing, looking at the sky, tears running down his face. And he doesn't seem to hear Mordecai 
when he calls to him and it seems as if he may never move from that spot again then suddenly he stops snorts and <laughs> what get them to the hawk <laughs> Alright, Jaden. Okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. No. I got it. No, don't worry. And he stands up, and his shoulder plates displace and smash down over his head as they form into a helmet. And he goes into protect mode, and he runs to Mr. Goy's side and pulls the fourth potion that he had that was not loaded into his stim packs and pours it into his mouth greater healing potion and so you'll take greater healing potion mr boy and gain 13 health back marvelous and through the helmet um he just says no one else can die goy save grundle man save him that becomes mr goy's turn goy's gonna groggily snap out of his stupor of death (laughs) and look at oliver and then look around and then he's gonna shakily get up to it from his knees and he's gonna wild shape into the form of a child like the chalice form and mm-hmm. then he's gonna touch himself okay <laughs> that sounds so bad. gross come on <laughs> wow. you just came back to life <laughs> and that's the first <laughs> thing you're gonna do Real right now <laughs> he's gonna cast one last wink <laughs> Thank you for picking Jesus me up. Oh, I'm still on wake, so I'm gonna jack off. And <laughs> I can't He's die gonna... without ever having come Cast before. Cure wounds on himself. <laughs> That's a level two, and wow. And then he's gonna chalice heal Grundle, and then right. so I do. I see Jim Demord pushing off Mirnathmir. <laughs> or like pushing that dude towards that. I, I, I think, think as you it. as you look in our direction, you see the like flailing body of Neuronethemir like around my giant form, and like it's pitch black out except for the fucking ships above us, and one of them is like you know, fucking careening over the you know the fucking horizon, and like smoke and fire billowing out. All right, Goy's gonna. Move a little down from Oliver. Fifteen since he got up. I don't know if you actually see them, but that's the that's the vision. And then, thinking he knows what you you might be doing, he's gonna try to yell to Jim DeGrand as he shoots Grundle with a his last greater healing dart. You used your bonus action to watch it. Oh, I did, didn't I? Yep, you're right. All right, he's gonna just be like try to get across to Mordecai, who's down there. He still has the last totem. Try not get across that. Shouldn't throw it off the edge. Oh, I have not forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and that'll be the end of mine. <laughs> okay. Um, that brings us back to Nornethamir. I'm going to roll to see if he gets his breath. He does not. I'm going to roll for his confusion. He gets a nine... Uh, which means he can move and act normally. He, however, has an intelligence of one, which brings him to essentially as unintelligent as possible, uh, acting on pure instinct. He is essentially a beast in this moment. Uh, And I think the only thing that a beast would do is try to break free. 
make a contested strength check with me, Gem de Grand slash Mordecai. I got a nine. I got a yes. 25, baby. This thing is struggling. You know, the form of Neuronethamir at its core is, uh, you know, beaten. Uh, as I mentioned, like its eyes have been popped and it is like basically spread eagle inside of this thing. And the form itself is just thrashing wildly. We are up to, however, uh, your turn, Austin. The mm-hmm. DC goes up to 16. And if you fail by more than five, you're going to be losing control here. It's 14. Uh, you are did not fail uh, by five, but you are still... Gem de Grand gets ground, and you are essentially locked right now with Gem de or yeah, with Gem de Grand inside of your head as he is clawing, desperately trying to get control of this body, uh, while you're, I mean, literally probably as distracted as humanly possible. Yeah, I I have a question. Would yes. I be able to tell this is happening and be able to, you know, help him with my omen? Wow, because it's still a saving throw. Right, that would be a pretty high DC insight, you know what I mean? Do you have any experience with, like, demons or demon possession in Goy's backstory? Deals with demons? Not particularly, no. Okay, I'm not going to give you advantage. We've we've met, uh, what was it, Lucifer. Oh, you did meet Lucifer. Yeah. You did. You did meet Lucifer. I, I don't know if it's enough for me to say that you'd have advantage on the check. Uh, I'm going to DC it at probably, honestly, like 21. Okay. Give me an insight right, check. Let's see an insight. 20. Oh, 20. Fuck. I had to say 21. <sighs> well, I tried. Yeah. <laughs> this is a very new and very foreign situation that probably not many people have been in. Grundle, your conscience, it is your turn. Um... Grunold looks around and stands up. What's happening? Did we win? No! Kill him, Grundle! Uh, Grundle sees Neuronethamir hanging there in uh, Mord de Grand's grasp. And, uh, what did you say? Kill it? <laughs> That's what Oliver screamed. All right. Grundle's gonna run in. <laughs> Fucking start hitting Mord. <laughs> No, yeah. <laughs> um, and start attacking at fucking Neuronethamir's dangling legs. Try and rip those babies off. Recklessly, of course. 16 and 13. Damn. Neither of those hit. <laughs> uh, Grundle looks pissed and says, Fucking die! And goes into his fucking V formation as a bonus action. Okay. And unloads the patty cannon. One. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So we've got a crit, a 22, a 28, a 20, a 25, another crit, a 14, and a 21. For a lot of damage. A lot of damage indeed. Uh, Okay, got that tallied. Uh, Oliver Grundle, looking about as beat up as you've ever seen, has just ran back into the fight. And that comes to your turn. Oliver leaps back into action, charges forward. I'm going to use dash. And at the end of my dash, I'm going to jump into the air and headbutt 
Yeah, that's in the air. 17. It does not hit. Yeah, that'd be it for me. I said run! Mr. Goy. Don't think your plan is going to plan. And Mr. Goy is gonna move up, touch his own chest, uh, cast healing, and then chalice heal Grundle. So Grundle heals for 11. Um, I've been misplaying Gaze a little bit. I'm going to start playing it correctly here, but it lasts until the end of your next turn. Mm. Or until the start of your next turn. I know you've had him grappled and had him continue looking on your, in your eyes, but in order to continue it, that you have to be spending your action to do that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it's not... I don't know how much of an effect it would actually have, but he's... he. So essentially, he's not confused right now. He is, however... I failed to mention the intelligence save, but he is still under the effect of feeble mind. Uh, he is going to roll to see if he gets his breath back, though. Here, he can't save feeble mind. He can't for save anymore. Days. At the end of the thirty days, he can repeat the save. But he yeah, is... you don't get another save until thirty days have passed. Yeah, that makes sense. Why that's an eighth level spell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's dumb. He's dumb. He's dumb. He's a box of rocks on the road. He does get his breath back, though. I think he is going to... I, he is not targeting... Since he has an intelligence of one right now, he's no longer specifically targeting the crew. Uh, depending on how he blows this breath, though, it's either going to hit Grundle or Oliver, so I'm just going to leave that up to chance here since he is feeble-minded. Uh, one is Grundle, two is Oliver... That's going to be going over Grundle. Oliver sparks into action like a missile, and before the breath even leaves his mouth, he's standing in front of Grundle, arms crossed in front of him in a shield, and he takes the brunt of the damage, and Grundle takes none. Will you link that for me just so I can make sure that works for... um... Spell-like abilities and melee attacks. Spell attacks. Ranged spell attacks and melee hits for an ally. Yeah, I don't think that works for for saves. It's a damaging ability, is it not? It's not oh, a it's, it's it's not a um, spell attack or a melee attack. It's got to have a it's got to have an attack roll. I see. Grundle and uh, Gemdegron need to make a DC twenty one dexterity saving throw against the breath weapon. Grundle goes down either way, I think. I got twenty one HP. Yeah, I fail. Um, yep, you fail. I'm going to take the full brunt of that breath yeah. as you just like spray across my body with fire. Mm. I said with fire, calm down. <laughs> and he's just going to continue. I don't know. I feel like realistically he would drop his katana at this point. Like, I don't know if he knows how to use like weapons per se. I think he's just going to continue to struggle to get away from you. Um, so beat a 10 strength there. That's a 27. You still have him wrapped up. Uh, this is Rubber Meets Road, Austin. Uh, it is your turn again. The DC is up to 18. You cannot fail by more than five. Your uh, your crew has ignored you. They have <laughs> run back into combat. Gemdegron is going to take this body that you offered him at any moment now. Like, time is running out. Uh, you, you, you basically can't fail this save. Yeah. What was the save DC? It's 18 now. 18. And give me another insight check, DC 21, also Goy, to see if you can see what he's doing. All right. Oh, 26. Okay, that's a 26. Goy's caught on. Okay, Goy, you see what's happening. You see that, you know, Mordecai is struggling. 
and you will be able to provide your uh, omen yep. for this. It's a 20. Pass. He passes. Jem <laughs> DeGron is in there. Austin, he's there. He is laughing. He's cackling in the background. And you're able to just, uh, the force of your will, you're able to push him back down and grab control of this form once more. It is your turn. This isn't specific on my character sheet, but can I actually, can I whisper what I want to do and then you tell me how to do it? I'll, I'll allow that. Do I need a roll for it? I, I, I don't think so because I don't think he knows the value, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? I don't think he would be trying to protect it. Mordecai in this form takes both of his heads and he clamps down on this twisted Neuromethamir's shoulder and just pulls apart the meat and the bone and shreds the arm off of Neuromethamir that has the gauntlet. And as this big mist of blood shoots up into the air, uh, he's going to spit the arm down at Oliver's feet and... Ward's going to say, Get to the hawk. And he's going to jump with Neuronathamir off of the cliff. Yeah, this, I mean, this frantic figure tries to beat its wings, tries to spread its wingspan, and I imagine your tentacles just wrap around the wings uh, and keep them folded. Uh, Grundle, Oliver, you see these two massive figures disappear into the darkness of this pit. Mordecai, everything is happening just so quickly. Uh, not not much time at all has passed, even though it feels like a long time for us these three weeks. Uh, it's only been minutes that all this has happened, right? And as this, you know, as the wind is hurtling past you, as you're grappling with this thing, as you're falling, you open your eyes, you look around, you look down, you see your body free from the ender tattoos that you have been used to uh, surrounding you. Everywhere is darkness and off in the distance you see the burning man standing there and watching you. A hand is placed on your shoulder. You look over and you see a beautiful elven druid with long black flowing hair with like gnarled branches and blooming flowers wrapped all around her. Uh, And you know immediately that this is Adia. And she says, hello, Mordecai. I've been waiting for you. Mordecai is, his face is burning and his eyes get glossy and well up. And he just starts crying. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for all of this. (sighs) She kind of just kneels down and looks you in the eye as much as you'll let her. Says, in a moment, it won't matter anymore. There's nothing else, just darkness. Our essence will go back into the world. (sighs) Others will walk in our footsteps. Don't think about that. Just take this last step with me. I've, I've, I've been waiting for you, and it's time to go. I grew up my whole life 
thinking that I would kill myself to destroy a planet. Now, hopefully, I'm doing it to save one. And he's going to reach out and he's going to take Addie's hand. And she leads you off into the darkness towards whatever's next. We're back now. Grundle, Oliver, Goy. Grundle's down. Um, Grundle, I'm assuming Goy has something to heal you with, correct? Yes. Go ahead and get that cast. Grundle, you would wake up, you know, Neuronethamir or whatever figure was possessing him and Gemdegron are gone. Um, you know, you're probably covered just, you know what I mean, in blood and gore at this, some your own, some others. Uh, Jaden, Jaden's body is crumpled on the stairway down to this temple. Should probably also remind you Elise is unconscious in the grass. I was actually about to address that with healing word. No, do not address that with healing word. Don't address that? (laughs) Don't address that? Don't address that with healing. Don't address that? Okay. She She's knocked out. She's not dying. <laughs> yeah, oh, do not address fair. her with healing word. Fine, I won't do that. Just touch myself again. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I have to be able to get over... I, I would just walk over to enough to Grundle to heal him. <laughs> Goized over here doing Michael Jackson moves. Oliver helps up Grundle. Um, he says, How you doing, big guy? What's happening? Did we win this time? Yeah, Mordecai's a fucking idiot and he jumped off the cliff. We gotta go. I look around and... Pick up the big lady. I gotta get Jaden. Oliver will uh, pick up Jaden's body. So I guess Grundle stomps over to Elise and slugs her over his shoulder. Okay. Get the arm, Goy. We gotta go. Goy puts it in his pack where he normally keeps bits. Does it like shrink back down to normal human arm? I think it was the form. Oh yeah, it was like a darkness shield or whatever around it before, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, Mister Goy? You picked up that item? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oliver's helmet retracts. You can see where you know the dirt and blood on his face is streaked from where he was crying, and um, yeah, as he picks up Jaden, you can hear him talking to Jaden. It's gonna be all right. I got almost everyone. Mordecai did what he had to do. We gotta go. As you like say that, Grundle is just like, I don't, I don't understand. Where is Mordecai? He jumped, man. He's gone. We gotta go, dude. Jumped? He took the bad guy with him. He jumped in the pit. He's dead. Why would he do that? Because he's an idiot, Grundle. We can't, can't go in after him? Goy, you would know why he did that. You rolled your insight check. Yeah. No, no, Grundle. We can't. We gotta go. He's gone. Grundle looks pretty beat up. Yeah, no shit. So how are we getting out of here? What is your plan? That's a pretty badass item. <laughs> Can we make contact with our communicators to the Hawk and call in a rescue? <laughs> if that's what you are doing, yes. Our, our pod, or <laughs> I would yeah. just ask if that was an actual possibility. We gotta. We gotta stop the. We gotta stop the moon. How do we stop the moon? These people can't die here. We gotta stop the Enders and we gotta stop the moon. So we gotta stop the Enders, okay? Alright. I don't fucking know! Okay, okay. What if we asked? 
Uh, someone who knew. Uh, what about Queen Shorty? Grenilda? Yeah, yeah. Right. She, she seemed like she knew more than she was letting on. Or we can beat it out of that dope. Grundle smiles at that. So, where do we go from here? I would say at this point, as you guys are discussing this, um, to answer your question, Goy, yes, I would say if you wanted to call for, like, pick up and leave, that's an option. Um, it wouldn't be, you know what I mean, as easy to get back down and land again, right? Because there's space combat going on, there's so on and so forth. But, like, as far as a pickup goes, you could probably get away with that. Uh, the sounds of battle are now seem to, it, it seems like the battle is entirely in like the Triumvir district from where you can hear, whereas before it was, you know what I mean, surrounding the area, um, it's starting to die down. And it is, you would guess that the, the, the district has been taken. It has fallen to the Enders. Shit. So Grunhild's last known position would have been uh, where Carl, you know what I mean, where you called in the backup the from Carl. Yep. And what was that location in the Triumphant District? She was defending the North Bridge into the Triumphant District, so uh, it's right outside the Triumphant District. Okay. Fuck. The tower that was also referenced is inside the Triumphant District. And that's where we left the Elf King and the Gnome Queen. That's the Triumvir Tower. So the Dreamer's Tower and the Triumvir Tower are two different structures. Right. And the other one's on the moon, right? No. The Dreamer's okay. Tower w- is visible from the Triumvir Tower, so oh. M- M- Mordecai would know where it is. Uh, I'll ask him. Hey, Mordecai. Okay. So the district's taken. You did hear that conversation, though. All is lost. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <sighs> So, yeah, you, your, your options are going to be to see what's going on in the city, to kind of loop around and check, like, Grunhild's last position, or try and, you know what I mean, catch up with some fucking stragglers outside, because there's been a lot of fighting. There's been, like, a war going on. I could get us probably there f- from the air if we wanted to make our way to Grunhilda. What can we do? What can we even do? It's over here. <sighs> do we... Save uh, Grunhilda or go to the tower? What to do? Hmm. Oh, man. So you said we kind of remember the talk about the tower, but not exactly its location. So we would have to talk to Grunhilda. You heard the discussion. I wouldn't say you know the exact location of it because none of you like went out there and looked, right? But uh, um, I mean, you'd be able to I generally. Have knowledge of this? That's a really good question. You are from here, right? You I'm, are from this here. This is my planet. <laughs> So I ate here at the hot dog shack we passed the other day. Yeah. From here, you were part of a noble family. Affluent, yeah. It's the dice game, so I'm going to say give me a DC 10. Dice game. Uh, <laughs> roll the dice in the dice game. DC 10, history or nature with, or not nature, uh, history or, what would be like, I think it's history. Or I would say survival for like, you know what I mean? Uh, tracking, directions. Urban survival. Like Right. Um, DC 10 with advantage uh, to see if you were listening during that part of class. No, fuck. No, Are you serious, fucking boy? kidding me? <laughs> Why? Why do I? I'm not trained in history. 
Well, Notwithstanding. Two, I rolled a four and <laughs> rolled a seven. Notwithstanding, you know the name of it and you know what direction it is from the Triumvir Tower. And you know, you know what I mean? Could I tell what it looks like if I saw it? Like, I just don't know where it is right now. Like, But if I saw it, I would be able to pick it up. Yeah, I think you'd know if you were there. I think you're familiar with the Dreamers. Okay. I almost made you roll again, but I'm fucking done with your bullshit. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> okay. All right. Well, then, uh, got an idea? Do you, should we just head out, then? And Goy's gonna reach past all Oliver, and he's gonna touch Jaden, and just for extra measure, just because he does care about the boy, he's gonna cast gentle repose on him, so that his body stays perfect for you know the next ten days, because who knows what's gonna happen here. Mm-hmm. Sure. Oliver will look Goy in the eye and said, "You have the last totem." Yep. This is a suicide mission. We just need to leave. If we die here, not only is this planet lost, but another, and then another. Hmm. Well, this is actually dangerous, what I was thinking about doing. But is it any more dangerous than what we already are doing? That's my question. Um, Oliver looks at Jaden again, almost like he's listening to him. And then he looks up and he's like, Mordecai was your friend. He said go to the Hawk. If we lose anything else, everything he did and everything we've done so far will be in vain. We don't have a choice here. We're not gonna be able to save anyone if we die on a battlefield on a doomed planet. I mean, we just met these people. <laughs> we can just leave. <sighs> I agree, but we may need Grithilda and I'm trying to think of the gnome lady's name. Or man, I don't remember. I think it was a lady. Uh, it was um, King Alar, M- Monarch Grunhild, and um, Queen Thunla. Queen Thunla. Thunla. We may need uh, Grunhilda and Thunla's help for stopping Zoros, and they'll be our most powerful allies once we tell them that Zoros killed. Uh, I can't think of the name of the other item. Serp. Serp? Was it Serp? Mm hmm. It's killed Serp, but I get what you mean. We, what's the point of any of this if we're all dead? And if they're through the gate, there's a good chance Grunhilda's gone. She doesn't seem like the type to back down. Can we get some more intel from the ship? I mean, they were there, there, right? I mean, yeah. They did just strafe it, what, maybe an hour ago? I don't know how long that trip was from where we were to here. You would know... I know you're a bit older, Goy, but you would notice that Oliver is, like, trying to hold it together, but you would be reminded that he is a fucking child. And in this moment, every bit of it is showing, and he is... Looks as if it's taking everything in him just to stand there with Jaden. Grundle also looks like he is emotionally and physically depleted, but he's just kind of like pacing back and forth, like he's ready to go when you are, but at the same time, he's just like not very, he's not like actively trying to make a call either. He's just waiting for you guys to tell him what to do. Oh, shit. <laughs> puts it. You are the yeah. oldest and wisest <laughs> of the three of us. Well, I'm torn right now. Goy, this is Goy's planet, and he wants to save as many people, but yeah, you guys are his family. So, I gotta think of what's best for you guys, too. Shit. Man. 
Let's call the hawk. Hold on. So, we should call them. How long would it take for the pod to re-enter for a pickup? I'm assuming that, yeah, you staying relatively close by. Uh, there's enough... You're in, you're in a location that isn't as easily accessible, so I don't think there's a risk of, like, drawing attention, especially with the fucking pandemonium right now. So I think it would probably take a couple hours. You know what I mean? Breach orbit, send down a pod. Okay. <sighs> trying to think of what to do here, because we call them in, but at the same time, I still want to get those two out. I don't give a shit about the king as much anymore. Oh, man. I'm really torn up. Sounds like they're leaving the decision to you, Goy. Well, I know. I, I'm just debating whether I go try to rescue them while the, the pod's coming or not. So I think Goy is going to call in the shuttle here. And I guess he'll have to talk to the others, or at least uh, Billy, about the situation. Okay. Uh, so you're waiting for the pod? <laughs> That's the part I'm not so sure on. Part of me wants to transform and go try to rescue, but... I know that's not a smart idea at all. <sighs> probably probably decision time. Sorry to rush you. How long would it take would it have taken us to get to Grundhill's spot from here? Just by foot. Not long. Not long? No. I mean it's probably so looping around towards the, the north side of town from where you guys are. No loop, just like direct approach. Well you'd have to go through town to take the direct approach. Is that okay? Um, I'm thinking about it. Isn't that full of enders? I'm giving you more options when you are completely like <laughs> well, deer in the headlights <laughs> with your options right now. Um, let's just it, yeah, it, going it, around town. Yeah, I yeah, it's like, a, it's going to be about an hour if you move quick. All right. Well, I can cut that shorter if I go by myself. <laughs> uh, is there a yeah? Okay. So Goy's going to call in. Billy to come in for the rescue. Okay. Well, that's how you rig a nuke in a pinch. I'd like to thank my sponsor, Podcorn, for sponsoring this episode. Never had a sponsor before. It's pretty great. Well, this is Billy Boom, signing off. Hey, man, thanks for hooking me up with these guys. Great. Oh, yeah. Podcorn is really great. They're a marketplace that connects podcasters to awesome sponsorship opportunities like host-read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, all kinds of stuff. They help me out tons with Galaxy to Galaxy. Yeah, I love how there's no middleman. Podcasters of all sizes, even pathetic little ones like mine, can browse and choose opportunities right on the platform and collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivity. I learned that word today. <laughs> Sound pretty smart, huh? Yeah, and the best part is you never give up any rights to your podcasts. Podcorn is right here to support you at every step and ensure you're protected and compensated for the work that you do for the brands. It says right here, the Marketplace mission is to give podcasters transparency. Oh, I love transparency. Creative freedom and full control of how and when we monetize. Hell yeah, full control. Here, I'll uh, put a link in your show notes so people can sign up to use Podcorn and start browsing sponsorship opportunities right away. Oh, thanks, Carl. You're a good guy. Hey, I think Oliver's finally asleep. You want to go throw those mods on his arm? Yeah, I've been thinking up some good ones. Here, I'll show you the blueprints on the way. Oh, fantastic. He gets so angry when he's awake. I don't understand. And then, I don't know. Uh, tell the others that Billy's going to be coming here. We're getting out of here, boys. You guys stay here. I got... I gotta do something. And Goy's gonna 
where's Tilladin going? Oh, uh, Tilladin? <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, Oliver, you, you could use this, and he's just gonna strap it onto your arm. Around Oliver's big old bit bulky arms. As you put it on, he grabs you by the forearm, and he just says, You see what you need to see, and you come back. We're not Don't losing worry. anyone else today. You understand me? I'm not a martyr, Oliver. I'll be back. You promise? Yes. And Goy's gonna walk into, like, the center of the clearing, and I'm trying to figure out what's my fastest, but he's gonna polymorph, and I was trying to figure out what my fastest one is, but... You can polymorph the same with uh, Circle Stars, right? It doesn't replace that feature? I was polymorphing. Oh, polymorphing. Not, yeah, not wild shifting. Sorry. <laughs> I would turn into like a fucking eagle or some shit then. Yeah, I was debating on whether, like, I was looking to what see which one was the fastest bird. <laughs> That's what I was looking at. I was like, at first, if we were all going to, I was going to turn into a Quetzal. A Quetzal? What is it? Quetzalcoatlus? Uh, the huge flying uh, dinosaur? Quetzal coitus. It's not coitus. I know Quattle. it's not quite. <laughs> Pretzel coitus. Pretzel coitus. The famous dinosaur. Yeah. Uh, how fast are e- the eagles? Man, I'd giant coitus for a pretzel right fast. now. Yeah, giant eagle is super fast. But I think the giant owl has better senses, but it's not as fast. Yeah, that's 60 feet for the owl. I mean, can you turn into that Quetzal coitus thing? I mean, that yeah. sounds like a. Actually, that. No, wait, no, I'm gonna... I'm still gonna turn into the Quetzal. I will only allow it if you can say it, otherwise you're going to be a pretzel. A pretzel Quetzal, pretzel prattle. <laughs> one second. One one second. Where did the Tillian, <laughs> where did the Tillian info go? Quetzal coatless. There it is. Tilladin. Might want to discuss that one with Grondel. I think he was eyeing it, too. Wait, what? The, um, the bracer. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'd love to have that, but obviously I'm Grundle. I don't deserve <laughs> that. It gives me anxiety how you don't take gear. Quetzal Quetzalcoatlus? Quetzalcoatlus? I mean, that looks... I don't actually know how to say it. I was literally teasing you. I just always know it. Everybody's always called it Quetzal and everything. <laughs> I think it's Quetzalcoatlus, but, you know. Quetzalcoatlus. Quetzalcoatlus. Coatless. I was gonna say the only item I've ever taken on Oliver is a piece of plate off of a dead body. Quetzalcoatlus. <laughs> I think the the book. Quetzalcoatlus. Quetzalcoatlus. The book. Atlas. Quetzalcoatlus. Quetzalcoatlus. Oh my god! Why did it space like that? Oh, the fitness book. Fitness nuts in your mouth. I got the fitness book so I could be Anyways. strong. Anyways. Okay, so you turn into um, a Quetzalcoatlus. <laughs> Quetzal. Yep. Giant dinosaur, flying dinosaur, and I can fly at 80 feet. Um, yeah, you're fucking fast. Uh, you... I'm fast as fuck, boy. <laughs> Caw! And he leaves, uh, kind of in the opposite of Lord of the Rings, like after everyone has died and is really hurt. <laughs> um, he flies... I do... Before I do transform, I'll leave Grundle a couple syringes if he needs some. I'll take them out of my pack. Syringes? Syringes. There, it's just a potion of greater healing and two potions of healings. But well, if what if you need them, those? I got more. Alright. Potions of healing. How many can try to write it down? Uh, one greater and two. Okay. Two regular. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. 
I hope you don't need these. Good luck. So do I. <laughs> and then that's when Go I ahead turn and into update him. your uh, inventories and uh, the Quetzalcoatlus, which I'm going to say until it's burned into my brain. I'm just going to keep calling it a Quetzal. <laughs> Quetzal. Quetzal. Quetzals, Quetzals. Uh, okay, so you're flying towards the north side of town. Um, okay, so a couple things are going to happen. About halfway there, there's going to be... Um, I mean, there's... I, I guess I should say something you'd see quickly before you even get there is there are, like, little groups of um, Ancient Alliance soldiers that are, like, clumped up, and they don't look like they're fleeing. You know what I mean? Um, looking off in the distance, you see... One, you see a fucking terrifyingly large Godzilla-like creature stomping in the background. Um, it's past the Triumvir Tower, um, but, I mean, this thing is fucking massive. It is this huge, spined dinosaur. It's the probably one of the biggest things you've ever seen, and it is, like, literally Godzilla stomping through, like, buildings um, past the Triumvir district. And then, of course, you see there are some ender ships that are... I don't know why I said of course. There are some ender ships that are um, not fighting, that are kind of hovering around the Triumvir district. Uh, there are, as I mentioned, you're flying over these like little groups where like ancient line soldiers are like regrouping. There's even some like paladins of the ancients with them. The army of paladins of the ancients at the entrance have completely scattered. Like the temple is abandoned, but there's still fighting going on. Like yes, the Triumvir district has fallen, but the actual like the the war continues. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to paint a big picture simply <laughs> with words, but I hope that that makes sense. Is that there's there are people there there are ancient alliance soldiers that are gathered. Uh, I would say you do spot a specific wreck that does not look much at all. It, it, you can't really identify the make, I don't think. It doesn't look Ancient Alliance, and it doesn't look Ender. Uh, and you do see um, as, you're, as you're flying over that there is someone injured, right? And alone, and they seem to be fending off some type of, like, stray Ender. Like, not a super powerful one. Uh, and this, this figure is, like, shouting for help. If you were to swoop your little dinosaur butt down there and help this person quickly, it wouldn't take you much time at all. Can I fly by and grab them? Yes, you can fly by and grab them. Is that what you'd like to do? <laughs> kind of want to, but I guess I could try to save the person at the same time. I need to stop giving you options because I can <laughs> tell you're having a bad night with options. <laughs> well, you keep giving me options and there's so many. <laughs> Um, I your your gut instinct was to just like dinosaur snatch this thing, uh. So we're gonna go with that. Um, Austin, I hate to throw it on you this soon, uh, <laughs> preparation wise. Um, but can you <laughs> give us the super quick introduction? Uh, and you are going to be introduced to this story being grabbed by a flying dinosaur at eighty feet per six seconds, whatever that speed is. Quite an interesting. Let the fuck go of me. Uh, and you notice they're like missing an arm. It's in like this like bloody sling. Um, 
and they, you like, as you grab them, they start, like, trying to swing at you, like, as you're grabbing them, but, like, sl- like realizes that you are not a demon, you're a dinosaur, <laughs> and just is very confused. <laughs> are you... Are you back up? Like, what... Can, can I make like an insight check? Like, wh- are you gonna say I'm, anything, or are you just gonna keep flying? Can you speak as a dinosaur thing? I don't think you polymorphed. Not- can you really not speak when you're polymorphed? I don't think you can. No, I can't. Can you give me your best Quetzalcoatlus sound? Not, not on a podcast. <laughs> um, oh, wow. That's my uh, spice, whoa. Uh, I'm... <laughs> yeah, roll an, roll an insight check. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm going to do one better. I'm going to cast Detect Thoughts. Oh, that's a great Oh, nice. That's so smart. That is smart. <laughs> What are you thinking right now? A true Quatlas? intellectual. Stop squirming! <laughs> he just hears. He just hears. Ah! ah! <laughs> That's what he's thinking too. If <laughs> I think like a quetzalcoatl, you'll be how a do quetzalcoatl. I, how do quetzal sound? How do quetzal sound? It does it go something like this? No, that's not right. How does it go? <laughs> he's just, just thinking about how to sound like a quetzalcoatl. <laughs> no. So yeah, you definitely stop squirming. I'm just saving you. Yeah, you you would get the idea that this is not this is a act of charity, not one of violence. Well, I don't know who the hell you are, but I guess thank you. Why are you taking us further into the city, though? Oh, you're 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 talking to me. Can you hear my thoughts? It's kind of weird. I don't think I can actually hear your thoughts, just like a general, like a smell of, like, if I could smell words, that's what I basically smell get. Words. Well, you're getting... I get I get your intentions, but I don't think I can actually, like, talk to you. But I, I can talk to you, but you can't talk to me. Alright, well then. Goy's gonna try to send, like, the feeling that I, like, trying to rescue you, perhaps? Like, I'm trying to, like, think of a way to, like, put that... Yeah, you smell a rescue. The smell of rescue. Smell smells a lot like a mouse saving a kid down under in like Australia. That's what it smells like. There's the literally no smell. way anyone is gonna understand what you just said. <laughs> yeah, down under. Uh, Australia doesn't actually exist in this world. It's just space. That's how impressive that your smell is. <laughs> Didn't it exist on Terra? Okay, what? we're getting Man. crazy, yeah. guys. Terra so, um, I'm a fucking Asian Quetzal. In Australia. <laughs> I'm a fucking Quetzal. <laughs> this is crazy already. <laughs> okay, so uh, you fly with this creature for a while, um, and you're smelling lots of different thoughts. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know this character's fucking name, so I'm just gonna say Austin for now. One, one thought um, he smells is—is is he missing an arm? <laughs> Yeah, um, they have uh, this, like, deep maroon skin with these, like, really fine detail, uh, like, dark turquoise tattoos all over them in these, like, really fine lines. Um, And they have no hair, 
uh, but they have these orange in orange eyes um, that you can't really tell where they're looking but as you're flying with them you you notice things like a, a kind of more form-fitting like black suit of armor uh, on them that's like padded and sewn into these very intricate uh, patterns um, of no like real determinant origin they, they they're almost digital but there's something a little too organic about about it um, and they have a uh, like dark glowing sword in their hand as you are carrying them. Interesting. Okay, so Quetzalcoatlus and New Austin are, um, after a while, will arrive at the uh, bridge that Grunhild had described to you that she was holding. Uh, Goy, how are you going about this? Are you taking time, or should we roll dice? Are you doing a flyover, or are you taking time to look around? And how much time, right? So it's been about an hour, right? Um... I gave you more options. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're like, do you just fly by? As I'm flying by, like, the initially, would I see, like, more of, like, a what would look like a headquarters? Like, their command person spot for there, their resistance? There is um, not as many groups of Ancients Alliance as there are in closer to where you all were. So this bridge, though, on a quick flyby, I will give you a... We're going to do survival because this is like kind of like tracking calculation. It's, there's not a great skill for battlefield assessment, <laughs> but give me a survival check as you fly by. Seven. You are rolling like a fucking idiot today. I am. Like, it is like... Get, get off of Wait. my podcast. Um, <laughs> so the... Uh... Can, oh, can man, I see is... anything? Uh, I mean, I'm here. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm hanging out. but I mean, you don't have any of the context. Yeah, like, I don't know, like, where the, we're even going. Right. So, Goy, you kind of need to make a decision. You're not able to get any discernible information from this other than there's a lot of fucking dead enders. Um, you either need to land or you need to take time or you need to fucking leave. Like, I, there's really no other options. The dice have made Fuck. All right, decision. so the Enders all look dead in the area. It's just, like, the Ancient Alliance and, pe- you know, the Defenders, people who are defending. You see a lot of dead Enders. I don't know as you've identified any friendlies. Oh. With what you've got. Well, that's, that's unfortunate. There's a lot of fucking dead Enders. Like, that doesn't take a check. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> this is so unfortunate. Lots of burning leather jackets. Why didn't we get her calm color contact interface? This is on a timer. I'm going to be annoying. You either need to land, you need to decide that you're taking time to look, or you need to turn around. All right. I'm going to... Let's see. I've spent an hour getting here. Yes. It's, it's what, like a three-hour trip down, you said? I said two hours. I thought I said three, but okay. All right. So then, do you... Uh, I'm gonna do one more flyby, and then I'm heading back to the tower where the others are, and the like, uh, the gnome queen and the king of the elves are, and then after that, I'll head back to the the shuttle landing zone. If I don't see Grunhild on another flyby, then okay. So I'm gonna do ten minutes for another flyby. Give me another survival check. Why can't it be a perception? <laughs> oh God, even worse. 
give up. <laughs> like absolute box. Goy isn't Goy isn't a fucking idiot, right? Like the, I just don't think he's seen war. I think he's seen battles. You've been in tense situations. You've been <sighs> to fucking prison. But I mean, this is different, right? And I, I've tried to instill that in you before. But like this is war. Like the yeah. knowing what's going on is when communications break down, when logistics break down, it's difficult. You don't see you really. If there's anyone down there, they're hiding. Yeah. I gotta imagine like there is no sun. Like the only light. There's no sun is like the the light of the fires and even with that there's like shit tons of smoke too so it's got to be like hard to see and i don't even know if there's any like ships flying over us like duking it out either there are some ender ships that are kind of like stationary above the triumvir district um you're less like stealthy than a normal bird right now a normal bird you're fucking dinosaur because you're carrying a fucking like humanoid so there's some risk Aggravated. involved with doing a fly over the Triumvir Tower. Yeah. All right. Well, if I couldn't pick him out that time, uh, like I said, I'm going to head to where Queen Ithar? What? The gnome. Thunla. Thunla? Thunla? Yeah. Queen Thunla is back to the tower. I know where that is, and that was, kind of, that was pretty close to where we were. Your final answer? Yep. You're going to have to give me a stealth check. Oh, that's back into all the shit, isn't it? Yeah. Fuck. Well, guys, this might be the end of Mordecai's new, uh, Austin's new character and mine. Yeah, how, <laughs> how high are you flying to start? Oh, I'm, like, I'm, as I'm, like, going to the tower, I'm not flying near the ground. I'm, like, up in the air. Because I'm just going to the tower while trying to avoid conflict. Will you tell our listeners what you rolled? I rolled a one. No, I rolled a two. So that's a, that's a six. A six on my stealth check. Wow. But if I had advantage, it would have been a crit. And you did have advantage. Did I have advantage? Not that I know of. No, no. I was like, because I don't remember it. <laughs> no, we're we're dead as disco, my dude. Where where is uh? Why am I not wearing the boots of Elvigan? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, your fucking magical tims help you in the sky. Austin, I'm getting us killed. Yeah, it's okay. I've died before. Right side. Nobody's met this person, really. I'm sorry. <laughs> shortest, <laughs> shortest, like, fucking player character life in all of There's podcasting. Fucking even game. It's fucking dumb. Also, while I'm just flying there, okay, I'm just dead. So you are. You're what? I was gonna. If I'm just flying to that place, I wasn't gonna. I guess if I'm trying to be stealthy, I wouldn't. No, I don't even know how that would work. Can you stealthily fly? Well, I mean, you're carrying a person. It's the I, fucking problem. Oh, that's and, right. I, and, and, you and I'm flew, just screaming. I'm yelling. You <laughs> flew over a war zone with warships. You flew back into a shit. Yeah, you flew okay. back blase into the occupied okay. You're going to the fucking park. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I shut the fuck up, Cody. Nice try. Um, flyby. Cody linked me flyby. <laughs> you never know. I'm just gonna give. So to me, this is one of the Ender ships that I said were hovering there like six times. Oh, um, I, I mean, you're spotted carrying a person. Uh, you're, I mean, you're high enough that you're over the walls, right? So I mean, bare minimum, you're 80 feet in the air, right? Yep. Um, 
I don't know. Will someone look up what the Quetzalcoatlus has AC-wise? 13. Uh, I rolled a 23. You hit. Um, Let's do this by the book. Sorry for the wait, everybody. I'm just... We, we took you for a real drive here as players. Um, we were recording the Liam and like, Tiny yeah. Chat before this, and he was just like, I have no idea what, what you guys are doing. So, or, I mean, we're... We're f- fulfilling that prophecy of just doing some buck wild shit. Um, Jesus Christ. Oh, he's here? <laughs> he fucking better be for y'all sick. <laughs> um, so since we. Okay, does anyone. I need to find out what my, like, average cannon does on. from a ship. So give me a second to look that up. From a fucking ship? Yeah. Much it, it causes your dead damage if it hits a fucking person. That's what it does. <laughs> I mean, well, good thing it's hitting a cool. Yeah, it's a good small it's, fighter. Good thing it's this hitting a, a Quetzalcoatlus and not a person. Well, that's the good problem. Is I think it's, think it's, a, it's dinosaur. a whole different story. Yeah. Um. Now that's a that's a PDS turret that you have. So that's specifically meant to blow up like incoming missiles it's not meant to cause damage what they're shooting at goy at with is going to be something that's meant to bust through ship holes um i'm not i'm trying to be nice and rolling the dice here even though there's not a high chance of whatever i guess my only other question would be do you by any fucking chance have featherfall prepared on this character austin uh i got something different okay you know me, I got my cheeky shit. So essentially what happens here is you are spotted by a ship. A cannon comes to, I did roll dice for this. It rolled a 23, you have 13 AC. You are blown out of your form. Uh, and I will give you both a reaction because you're 80 feet in the air. You're gonna fall faster than it would become like your turn, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's, what, 8d6 damage for 80 feet? Is it 1d6 per 10 feet? Uh, as Goy's body, you know, like, shreds into its, like, typical elven form, um, like, I I'm feel it happen, and I'm gonna wrap my arms around whatever this body is. That doesn't uh, even knock him out of his form. Oh, it does 30 HP. I think that's just his, uh... That's the falling fall damage. damage. Um, yeah. That's just the fall. <laughs> I was like, oh, um, it's fine. <laughs> well, because because the damage, it doesn't matter. It could do a bajillion damage. Um, the uh, All it's going to do is revert him out of polymorph. That's kind of like one of the powers of polymorph is it sure, can give sure. you the ability to take bigger hits than normal. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I was just, I just saw your roll there. No, you're okay. I thought the same thing and then I realized what it was. As this creature that Goya is carrying r- realizes what's happening and just Goy's body gets hit with this shot and like shreds out of its dinosaur form uh, into its uh, elven form. They're going to almost like switch places with it as they're falling and these wide planes kind of push out of their clothing and uh, catch the air underneath them as they start to glide down uh, towards the ground safely. 
uh, and then the, these like wide, uh, almost like flesh wings, um, kind of tuck back into their clothing. Okay, uh, Goy. Uh, yeah, as you guys fall between the buildings, the Ender ship starts to turn and starts to head towards you. Uh, lights start to like like spotlights start to like shine through the um, like streets and everything. Come on, wake up! I I'm like slapping Goy's face. Wake up, you dumb son of a bitch! Come on. What? Oh, well, I didn't realize I passed out there. That really hurt. Yeah, you j- just got shot by a fucking cannon, idiot. Come on. Why didn't you say there was a ship there? <laughs> I didn't see it. <laughs> Obviously. Probably all the wind in my mouth from flying. Now, are we going to argue or are we going to hide? Oh, I thought we were hiding. Well, are you? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. You know. Okay. Um, yeah, so, I mean, you're... I mean, you're in the fucking town now. So, go ahead and give me a stealth check to, like, hide here as these, like, spotlights are going down, you know, into the road. I wouldn't say the Enders are super organized, rather the opposite, they're not very organized at all, but I still need to make sure that you guys can like, you know what I mean? I'm going to uh, cast Disguise Self uh, to look like an Ender. Okay. Uh, So this like weird little platelets on my skin uh, start to shift almost like like a cuttlefish and I like change color and shape. Um... And I, I look like this, this gruff, blood-covered co- ender, uh, and I'm gonna like grab Goy by his fucking ponytail and be like, just go with it, just go with it, okay? All right. If we get caught, just go with it. Okay. Uh, and we're. Mm, now we do stealth check still. Yeah. Um. I mean, still, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm still trying to hide, but just like, yeah. just in case we get caught. Okay. What's my rules? Fifteen. Oh, eight. <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, that's average. That's fine. You guys are, you know, able to duck into like a little bit of an alleyway and wait for this ship to kind of like turn back around. Uh, where are you guys headed? What are you doing? What's what's next? Okay, uh, now that you can talk to me, what are we doing? Where are we going? Well, Why were you a dinosaur? I but I think that plan is now out of the wood. You know, not really an option anymore. Now we need to get to uh, the Ancient Alliance. Uh, no, not the Ancient Alliance. The, the Triumphant Tower? No. What is, what is it? Knights of the Ancient? Paladins of the Ancient Place. The ride coming down there. I suppose that's the best option now is to get back to there. Gr- Grunhild, were you the escort for the royals? What? And you we're... don't know where they're at? Well, she kind of ran off to battle. I do know where the others are, but... Time but they're is not with you. By. No, we had to uh, split up and do different jobs while this all went down. Dumb son of a bitch. Great. Sorry. An ender attack wasn't on the d- dossier for the day. All right, what's the plan? Well, I said, well, we can head either head to the Paladins of the Ancients place, where I have a ride coming in in about an hour, or I we can go find... Why can't I remember names right now? Thunla. I am like... Thunla. Alar, Grunhild, any of them. And get them off the planet, at least. Or try to. And maybe get a message to Grunhilda from them. How far are we from the tower, Grant? Uh, Honestly, with how 
bad Gui's roll was, you barely got into town. I would say by foot, making it through this district. It's not a big district. It's more like high and deep than it is like spread out. But even so, on foot, straight shot, probably, you know what I mean? Half hour of hoofing it, an hour trying to be stealthy and duck in, you know what I mean? Not go on the main roads. Well, if there's anything I know about Alar, he's probably already dead. Uh, Grunhild can probably keep herself upright, but, you know, she's not going to leave this place. She's going to stay the whole time. Well, there was some news that would have changed her mind, probably, but can't really get her to that to her right now. Because I flew by twice and didn't see any. Because I flew by twice <laughs> and couldn't see her. What? I flew by twice. I spent like five minutes on it, man. I thought I had three hours and you're like, nope, it was two. <laughs> well, I mean, you're going to be over time anyways right now. So you need to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm going to... Boy, gonna... you can text, like, you know what I mean? Like, you can text Oliver if you need a little I, bit I of extra time. That. I, I, I wasn't thinking about that. Wasn't um, about that. I know, I know it's weird. I was a but, dinosaur. Like, I, I forgot things. <laughs> imagine we all have sending stones. Like you, you guys fucking can... forget a saurus. Forget a saurus. That's that's been this day. Shit. <laughs> I think it's funny that Goy was completely like paralyzed with options and picked all the wrong ones. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, the creature in front of you is going to whip out their tablet and pull up fucking Dasaki maps and, you know, is going to try to find the best route back to where the hell you came from. Do you have another polymorph? Go ahead. I do. I mean, if you get to the wall, aren't stupid, you know what I mean? And just leave. Um, straight shot there, you know what I mean? Like, you can just get back to the the uh, Paladins of the Ancients Temple with whomever this is. I guess that's the plan. I also message Oliver saying delay as much as you can. Or at least Grundle. <laughs> okay. Yeah, alright. <sighs> that was weird. Well, everything didn't pan out. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, okay, you fly, I imagine carrying this person a little more ceremoniously this time. Maybe you're writing uh, the Quetzalcoatl Atlas. Um, you get to back to the Paladins of the Ancients Temple. I've kind of already described what's on the way. There are little I would say at this point they're like starting to mount counterattacks. The Paladins of the Ancient Soldiers uh, are starting to push back towards the Triumvir Tower. Uh, and yeah, you arrive. Oliver and Grundle are... Um, waiting, I would say Billy. Billy is there now too, waiting. Uh, and I guess just final confirmation, you guys are leaving. I guess so. Who's this? Uh, Goy gets on the pod. Yep. Um, does Oliver get well, on the pod? Yeah, Oliver would already be on the pod. Are they a Mordecai? Are you still, are you still like an Ender? Grundle, you leaving? I just don't want to make any decisions for anybody. I want to make sure... No, I think I'm going to build my cottage right here, you know. <laughs> no, I'm out of here. Fuck this place. Okay. Um, Oliver's sister? Where are we leaving? Yeah, Grendel's got Elise. We've got Tilden. We've got Jaden's body. 
We've got the new person. Which I'm still they, kind of confused who this is, but okay. Honestly, I don't know. Nice to meet you, you, I suppose. You look quite a bit like me. Uh, and they're going to reach out their hand and, uh, you know, like, just, I, I guess, Pat Grundle's, like, f- giant forearm. Gray, that's, that's, that's my name. I'm just not just saying colors. I'm oh, gray. I was going to say green. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was going to call you green. It's my favorite color, if you didn't notice. I would love to sit here and talk colors with you, but let's get off this fucking rock, shall we? Yeah. I'll tell you about all the fun colors I saw inside of the people I killed here. I can't wait to hear it. I'm guessing the first ten of them are red. Yeah, various shades. Burgundy. Okay, let's maroon. get the Does he do Kill this a guy alone? with maroon blood. Can you believe that? Guy's just gonna kind of hurry Grundle along back into the ship. <laughs> and the Oasis pod takes off. Goodbye, Dasaki, uh, the doomed planet in the next month or so you know that Lothal will crash into its surface and you're maybe the only people that know that that are alive anymore uh and I believe that ends our time on Dasaki and that's gonna be where we end our episode uh thank you everybody for listening and hanging out with us um we uh, got to meet Austin's, sort of meet Austin's new character. Uh, we got to learn how to pronounce Quetzalcoatlus um, and at least saved one of the totems, so not all bad. Uh, if you would like some more homebrew, I need you to go to thehomebrewpodcast.com because that has a couple of really important links for you. That has a link to our Discord, which is generally agreed upon to be the best Discord that exists in the universe uh we have a ton of fun in there we have a lot of really engaged fans and we like to hang out and talk to everyone really appreciate you joining the discord if you listen to the show every week uh you just you just got to be in there you got to see the memes you got to see the gifts you got to see the conversations you got to see the arguments about the rules got to see all the hot takes it's just totally worth it uh it also has a link to our patreon which is patreon.com slash the homebrew uh and that has ways that you can support the show uh, everything from uh, shout outs to getting things put into the show to merch uh, to posters from the amazing Austin Brady uh, it is it's a pretty kicking Patreon pretty kicking Discord again go to thehomebrewpodcast.com for all the links that you might need and we will see you next week for episode 65 of The Homebrew Thanks for listening, listeners. Our story has come to a close for the week, and that means it's time to thank our listener sponsors, starting with Samuel Pierce, who shall forever be emblazoned upon the homebrew wall of fame as our first Crusher Mania season pass holder. Thanks for believing in us, Sam. As well as Ryan, a longtime listener. Don't forget about Tara Hoffman, that one ender who thought rolling down the window in space was safe. Uh, Rest in peace, Tara. Watch out for Adrian Josie, the silent assassin who just broke out of the prison colony on Hadria. And Trevor, zombie dad, Belmont, hunter of the unholy. You're a bastard, Trevor, but you're the bastard I choose to fight alongside. Special thanks to The Last Guppy, 
Last of His Kind, In Search of a New Home. And Austin Katzenberger, the inventor of the Catburger and secret nemesis of Ricky Rat. Check out Austin's project at foldsofhonor.org. And Timon King, previously a longtime listener of Galaxy to Galaxy Radio, who hacked their location and joined the crew. I knew I should have set up that extra firewall. Oh well. Of course, there's Colossus, a rock column formed in nature and then lost in the stars. Hope to see you again someday, Colossus. Here's to you, Tritus, the fifth cog. Best damn warforged gunslinger this side of the Milky Way. Find out about our Patreon offerings at patreon.com slash thehomebrew, and we'll see you next week.